Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living a Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you today to our show. Today we're going to be talking about mid-back pain, shortness of breath, and rib pain, and how they're, all those things are related, and how all those things are, you know, obviously could be causing some uh, alarms for some people, especially in this day and age of the the season of, of changing weather and different things that are going around. So, uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two if you want to talk to somebody, um, or you can leave a voicemail, or if you want to just text that number also, you're more than welcome to do that. You can text once again, 937-552-7364. And, you know, whether it's a dinner you want to come to, our next dinner coming up on November 15th, or if you want to, you know, um, just make a new patient appointment, or if you have questions about what we do, uh, more than welcome to text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. Uh, as always, you know, you can you can find us anywhere and everywhere. You can find us also on podcast via iTunes. You can also find us, um, you know, uh, on Instagram, etc. So there's a lot of ways for you to get the information that we put out, uh, and it's on a, on, a, on a daily basis. We're always just educating the public about health and healing and what it comes from, and, and you know how to achieve that naturally. So, and you know, pretty passionate about this and the reason why. And I always start with my mom's story, and it's because of my mom. Uh, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer seven years ago, and you know. When she was diagnosed, she calls me to tell me over the phone, and when she tells me, she starts crying, uh, and then, of course, I start crying because my mom is obviously, you know, somebody's very important to me as everybody, everybody's mom would be or should be, and, you know, she calls me to tell me all this, and, of course, I, I just don't even know what um what to say other than, like, what are you going to do, and I, I asked my mom, what are you going to do? She says, I know what I'm not doing. Says I'm not doing chemotherapy and radiation, son. And I'm like, wow, that's a bold statement, and it's a, obviously you know a, a risky approach. You know, uh, the only thing I know about you know cancer and how to fix it according to the medical model is you know drugs and surgery and you know chemotherapy and radiation. I'm like, so if you're not doing that, like, what are you gonna do? It's like I don't know, but I know I'm not doing that. I'm like, okay, well, listen, if you're not doing that, I I would say let's actually give your body the best fighting chance, and let's see. Um, Let's see what what else I, you know, what else we can we can actually find out for you to help you. And I'm like, you know, mom, I know I've been learning about the human body. And at the time, I was in chiropractic school. I'm like, I, I've been learning about the human body, how it functions. And I, I think we should probably check your spine. Uh, I don't know. Your brain and your body are communicating through your spinal cord. That's what controls your entire body. Um, you know, your body, if it's misaligned, I'm sure that can't be good for you. So I, I think we should do at least some x-rays to see what's going on to give you the best fighting chance, right? Like you don't need a, a, a spine out of alignment, you know, causing further problems. So she says, okay, yeah, we'll take, we'll take some x-rays. We took some x-rays and when you look at the normal position of the spine, according to research, which is what we go by in our office. Uh, you're supposed to have a 45 degree angle in your neck. And we saw my mom's x-ray and we saw that she had lost 100% of the curve in her neck. My mom's neck, was literally completely straight. She had zero degrees out of 45, which is not normal 
from front to back, when you look at the spine, you're supposed to be completely straight. All of us know that because otherwise you have scoliosis, and we all know that that's not good for you. As a matter of fact, the medical community knows that as well, so that's why they do surgeries to fix it. So when we looked at my mom's spine from front to back, from T1 through T7, in the middle of her shoulder blades, uh, my mom had a bend in her spine, which is basically coincided with a mild, very small scoliosis. When I saw that, I'm like, you know what? That cannot be helping anything. There's no way that that bend there with those nerves being crushed, the same nerves that go to your breast and your you know, heart and lungs, et cetera. I'm like, there's no way that's helping anything. And then I recall that that moment, I'm like, you know what? I do remember you having upper back pain, neck pain, and headaches constantly when I was a young kid. And, you know, my mom would always go to the doctor to figure out what was wrong. And then she would be told like, hey, yeah, you just have pain. Here's some medications to cover up the pain and go on with your life. So she did that for many years until she was left with this disease, cancer, that threatened to take her life at any moment. So I finally asked my mom, like, why now have you finally decided to do something different? Why did you decide to do something different now? Says, son, simple. I got grandkids, and I want to see my grandkids grow up. Four of those grandkids are, are my kids. Eden, who's eight years old. Eve, who's six. John Luke, who's three years old. And Ellery, who's four months old. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in her own hands to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandmother in the future. And because of that, I'm thankful, blessed, and happy to say my mom is still alive today. Yes, she's still battling, right? But my mom is definitely better, and I'm so thankful that she chose to do something different because I don't know what would have happened if she didn't, right? So my question to all of you listening right now is, yes, of course you're interested in you know hearing about the mid-back pain and rib pain and shortness of breath, et cetera, but really the bigger picture is why do you want to be healthy and who do you want to be healthy for, right? And, and that's where you know I, I have a lot of patients, and I guess I'm going to go off on a little bit of a, a, a side note here. A lot of patients have a lot of older family members or friends, and some of my patients that are older, they keep coming back to me and telling me, like, it's almost on a weekly basis, a so-and-so from work and so-and-so from high school and so-and-so from college is no longer with us. They passed away or they're in a major crisis like cancer or they broke a bone because of bone mineral density, you know, decrease and et cetera, et cetera. And every single day, I'm hearing about the detriments of lack of health in America, and it's it's very alarming. You know, uh, every week now, um, you know, for the past, let's say, ever since it started, like, the sun wasn't out as long, right? Um, ever since probably the middle of September, I'm getting a, a weekly, actually almost daily, I, I hate to even say this, daily I get a report from one of my patients telling me that, somebody in their family, somebody in their extended family or somebody in their church or somebody has passed away. Uh, it's pretty alarming because back in the day before, you know, COVID or anything like that, it would be once uh, every two weeks or three weeks, somebody would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so ha- sad that somebody passed away in your family or, you know, people you love or you care about. And now I'm hearing like these stories every day. So unfortunately, there is something obviously, you know, lurking in the in the people you know in our community and and people are sad people are obviously unhealthy so what are you going to do and who are you going to do it for is the question because um you you rather not be a statistic um because that obviously affects your family and negatively especially right financially negatively because it costs money to go to the hospital right of course if you need to go to the hospital do it if it gives you a lie that's great 
But if you are not doing anything proactive outside of the hospital before you ever end up in there, then that's also an issue. You got to be proactive and do something different. So that's why I'm talking about this topic today because a lot of people, especially when it comes to um, mid-back pain, rib pain, and you know shortness of breath, all those three things when they happen together, and especially if you don't feel the rib pain, can mimic some pretty serious problems. Um, you know, i.e., heart attacks. You know, strokes. Um, you know, broken bones, etc. So all things, you know, collapsed lung, all this crazy stuff, right? So obviously, that's not the that's not within our scope of practice as chiropractors, right? That's not what we do, but. We can delineate between something like a broken rib or a rib actually out of place. Um, and that is the similarities in pain uh, minus a couple of things that are different um, are, are very, very tight when it comes to how similar they are and how similar they seem. So this is why in, 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 our, in our training in school and our licensing, they ask a lot of questions in our boards. We're getting our license about the difference between rib pain that's referred that has a referral or radiating pain to elsewhere in the body versus an actual heart attack and all the signs and symptoms of it. So this is where it's pretty important that you understand that because sometimes people will show up to the hospital, uh, you know, looking not even that also like a gallbladder attack can also be mimicked by a rib being out of place. So these are all the things that people are just not aware of. So that's why I'm talking about this today because mid back pain, typically happens, um, you know, in people that tend to sit or stand long periods of time, especially people that are actually looking down at something or looking like it's something in front of them, like a computer or driving on the road or et cetera. And typically I'm going to start talking about mid-back pain because that's kind of the main culprit of all, all the issues. So the mid-back pain happens first and it happens because as you're sitting down, uh, when you're sitting down, you're supposed to be nice and like, you know, up, shoulders back, head, you know, head nice and straight. Um, you know, you're supposed to be in this really good position. So if you, they call it 90-90, 90-90-90. So it's 90 degree angle on your elbows. So where the keyboard is, so your steering wheel is when you're driving. Uh, 90 degree angle in your hips, right? So when you look at somebody from the side. The femur and the low back should be at a 90-degree angle. And then another 90-degree angle at the knees, right? So 90, 90, 90. That's what it's supposed to look like. That's what you start at in the morning. Obviously, when you get up, you got your coffee, you worked out, you ate your breakfast, the sun's out, it's not too hot, not too cold. Everything's great, right? Then around 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you're like slouching. Your legs are at like 180 degrees, so meaning that they're straight. Right, you're slouching in your chair. Your head is protruding forward, uh, and then what happens is that your body then starts fighting because the normal position of the spine, especially when it comes to the neck, you're supposed to have this arc, like a like a banana shaped arc or a C shaped arc. When you look at somebody from the side and you're looking at their profile, you look see the front of their face and the back of their head. Towards the back of their head, it's picture a C, a letter C. And that letter C is facing, um, you know, the open part of the letter C is facing towards the back of the head. So you're supposed to have like a C-shaped curve in your neck. When you sit down and you slouch forward, uh, you know, you actually are protruding your head forward and you're losing that curve in your neck or that banana arc, right? And what happens is that not only does that happen, your shoulders roll forward and then you start having this hump 
at the base of your neck, like right in the upper between the shoulder blades to the base of your neck. And that's what like a lot of females in our practice come in, especially females that are in like the 30s, 40s, maybe even early 50s at best. Uh, will come in and say, hey, I don't want that hump. My grandma had it, and it, she lo- she looked terrible. Or my aunt has it, or my mom has it. I don't want the – it's the dowager's hump. That's what it's called. And that is a dead, dead giveaway that your actual spine, especially the neck, is out of alignment. And that's where the whole entire problem is uh, it, it started because the muscles in the mid-back are trying to pull you back to where you're supposed to be, and they can't win, and that causes a bunch of other complications that literally – lead to you having mid-back pain, rib pain, etc. So I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO, Dangers and Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290-957-WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290-957-WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health, and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you were created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. Also remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can also find us by uh, texting that number, once again, 937-552-7364. You can find us also by searching on podcast via iTunes. You can search for this show or any other show we've done in the past and you can go back and listen to any show, any topic we talked about. I think this is the second or third time I talked about mid-back pain and rib pain and shortness of breath. I guess shortness of breath will be the first time, but nonetheless, you can find this show and every other show we've done in the past on there and you can educate yourself as you're driving around, commuting back and forth from work, etc. So uh, you got the information. You can find us. You can you can search for us anywhere and we'll come right up and you can get the information you need to make the better health choice for yourself and your family. So uh, on the previous segment, I was talking about mid-back pain um, and rib pain and also shortness of breath. I kind of started describing how it is that you create that mid-back pain and it's really a lack of proper position of the neck. And that's because your head starts protruding forward. You lose the curve in your neck and then the muscles in the middle of your back, so the muscles between your shoulder blades, those muscles get overstretched. It's the rhomboid, tra- trapezius muscles, etc. A few other muscles in there. I'll spare you all the anatomy. But nonetheless, those muscles get overstretched. And because you're not fixing your posture and actually sitting up like you're supposed to be, those muscles continue to try to pull you back to normal position. What happens is that as that happens over time, those muscles eventually become very, very tight and almost like rock solid. And it's funny, somebody, uh, I can't remember who it was, um, said, hey, uh, I think I have rocks on my shoulders, like on top of your shoulders, between like your actual shoulder and your neck. Uh, that's, the, that's the trap muscle. Uh, she said, like, I think I have rocks up there instead of actual muscles because they're always so tight. So those muscles get really tight because they're trying to bring your head back to its proper position. And eventually that goes on for, you know, weeks, months, years, and years and years, and then eventually other things are happening. So um, the issue there is that those muscles are really tight because they're trying to bring your body back to proper position. So, and, and then even further, and I'll say this out loud, um, some of you actually try, you've been out of position for so long that 
when you try to sit up in the proper position, it actually hurts. That's a dead giveaway that you have now changed your spine from the normal position to the abnormal position. Like, so I have plenty of patients that come in and say, well, my mom used to always yell at me to sit up straight. When I tried to, it would hurt because the abnormal position has become your new normal position. And that's a detriment because that's telling me that not only are muscles being overstretched, now you're actually irritating the disc and also putting out normal loads of pressure on the vertebra. And that is causing those things to deteriorate or not heal or function as they should, right? So now the the issue there is that not only is that a problem, now it starts affecting other supporting casts like the ribs and the disc, etc. So super simple um, way to prevent you yourself from doing that is by obviously sitting up nice and straight and reminding yourself every so many minutes or hours to get up and walk around and reset so your body doesn't slowly keep slipping out of position obviously to the abnormal position so i do have to take a quick break here you're listening to living the full life on 1290 95.7 whio dances and talk you're listening to an ask the expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk this is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. You can also... Text that number. Once again, that number is 937-552-7364. And you can text that number and say, hey, I want to come to your office as a new patient or, hey, I want to um, find out a little bit more about your dinner and what that dinner is about. Uh, or, or, hey, I just want to kind of know a little bit more what you guys do, etc. You can ask anything. You can inquire about anything. We just want to help you achieve the most amazing natural health you can. So um, on the previous segment, uh, for those of you just joining us, on uh, the previous segment we talked about um, you know, the mid-back pain uh, along with some of the rib pain. And I'm going to dive in a little bit more into rib pain and shortness of breath and kind of go over how that whole thing happens. So for those who are just joining us, just got in the car and are listening uh, now. So the actual the actual um, neck getting out of position is what causes that uh, mid-back pain to, to happen because this neck gets protruding forward. You get that hump in the upper shoulder between your shoulder blades and the upper neck, uh, upper back area, lower neck area. And then those muscles are overstretched. They're trying to win. They can't. So they cannot win. So therefore, they get overstretched and tight. And then that starts affecting other things like the vertebra, the disc, uh, and the ribs. So I want to dive into a little bit on the shortness of breath portion of the actual uh, you know, mid-back pain kind of triad with the ribs and everything. So what happens is you're sitting in that forehead translated position. Um, you are actually putting a tremendous amount of pressure on your actual lungs, number one. So there's a study, the Rancho Bernardo um, study. We talked about it in school. I'm sure, you know, the medical professionals have seen it. Uh, many, many, in, in chiropractic, we go over it because they, the study basically said that they took a population of a retired community in Rancho Bernardo. I think it was in Arizona or 
Texas or one of those Spanish, uh, you know, derived uh, states, etc. So in this study, they looked at this population and the people were like above 60. Let's just ballpark it, 55 to 60 years old, all the way up until, you know, 80s, etc. So they did a study and they looked at the kyphosis. So the kyphosis is the, the C-shaped actual angle when you look at somebody from the side and you're looking at their shoulders and the, their shoulders roll forward, the head is forward, like that, the the hunchback of Notre Dame, kind of like the, the actual hunchback there, that is a kyphotic curve. When it's okay, because we, we have a kyphotic curve in our thoracic area. When that is accentuated or, uh, you know, aggravated or made worse, because of what you do, that is called a uh, kyphosis or a hyperkyphosis, to be more correct. Uh, the hyperkyphosis, they found in the study that if people had that, that their chances of getting upper respiratory tract infections, such as colds, influenza, like, you know, illnesses, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, were elevated and also their VO2 max and their ability to like exchange oxygen for carbon dioxide, all those things were affected. And I was very, very like just blown away by the study. And it showed in the study that people that had a hyperkyphosis or too much curvature in the upper back were actually dying earlier than the people that didn't because the people that didn't can actually fill the lungs up with air more, they would exchange the bacteria. Whenever we breathe in, we breathe in bacteria, viruses, et cetera. Every time you take a breath, right? It's in the air. That's okay, right? Um, you know, some particles, et cetera. So you breathe that stuff in, and then you breathe it out. So when you breathe it out, you actually exhale some of those particles as well. Sometimes, though, if you don't breathe out all the way, they don't get all the way out of your lungs, and they kind of get caught in your throat, et cetera, et cetera. So this is what the study was talking about. So the reality is that, if you cannot breathe in as deep and fill up your chest, your lung cavity with fresh air, you're not going to be able to, number one, carry oxygen to the rest of your body so your body can stay alive. But number two, you're not able to do that exchange of carbon dioxide, which is toxic, with oxygen, right? So this is what they found on a study. So whenever you're out of position and you're in that hyperkyphosis, shoulders roll forward, the hunchback position those muscles in the middle of the back start spasming and the shortness of breath comes from the fact that those muscles start spasming and that causes the ribs to kind of hunker down. There's muscles between the ribs. Like when you eat ribs, actually, like when you go to the <laughs> like barbecue joint and you eat ribs, where you're eating is called the intercostal muscles, intercostal muscles, the muscles between the, the costillas, costals, right? Uh, which is ribs in Spanish or Latin, right? So those muscles is what you're eating. Well, those muscles also spasm, and that does not allow you to fill your lung cavity with a really neat, nice, deep breath. And what happens is that now you have shortness of breath. Furthermore, complicated, if those muscles in the mid-back are really, really tight, they also, because of the intercostal muscles getting tight, they could also cause the rib head. The ribs are actually attached to the thoracic vertebra. That's the thorax, right? They're called thoracic vertebra for a reason. Because the thorax, that's like kind of like the breast shield that protects your heart, your lungs, etc. A ton of vital organs in that area, right? So that actual breastplate and the rib cage is meant for protection. Uh, but those ribs are individual, right? There's 12 of them. And some of them are false, some are true ribs because they go all the way to the actual uh, sternum. But nonetheless, 
if the muscles get really tight in the back, they pull the rib head where the rib attaches to the vertebra and the thoracic area. It pulls that rib head out. It, the, the tension and pressure and the laxity in that joint castle, it allows, and it's not like pop out that you can see it. Somebody's walking, right? It literally like moves like millimeters, but it's enough to cause irritation to the nerves in that area, further make a worse spasm. Now you're even shorter of breath. And now the difference is this, that pain feels like somebody is stabbing you with a knife in your mid-back, or even it can sometimes radiate all the way to the front to your actual sternum. This is where the delineation between a heart attack and a rib head being out or even a gallbladder attack. I have a patient, legitimately a patient. Um, he's, still in, he's still a patient in our office and his wife and his daughter. They're amazing people. He went to the emergency room, I think, three times because he had a rib head out on his right side. The left side is the most alarming because, like, holy cow, am I going to have a heart attack, right? I'm not denying, like, hey, there could, you could very well be having a heart attack and also have a rib head out. So, obviously, due diligence. You know all the other signs of a heart attack. Your left arm is numb. You get tingling down your jaw, especially on the left side. You start sweating. You feel like some, like a, like an actual like elephant is sitting on your chest. You feel a lot of pressure. That's what a heart attack is. But if you can, like, breathe normal, and as soon as you go take a deep breath in, it, like, stops you in its tracks because it feels like somebody's stabbing you with a knife, then that's more likely than not a rib head out. Right. So my, my patient, he w actually went to the, the emergency room three times and they did all these tests. They thought it was his gallbladder is referring up to his right shoulder, which is anybody that knows anything about like human body. That's the referral point of pain for gallbladder issues. They did all these tests that literally were like, well, listen, we really think it's your gallbladder. We're going to probably, like, yank it out at some point. Um, so just try to keep eating a really healthy diet. Don't overconsume fats. He's doing everything under the book. Desperate. They pay thousands of dollars at the hospital uh, because they're trying to find out what's causing the problem, right? But nobody ever looked for a rib because that's just, once again, that's not in the scope of, you know, medicine to be looking at a rib at an emergency room like oh it's a rib head like whatever it's a musculoskeletal issue we don't deal with that go to your pt go to the chiropractor go get a surgery right well they completely like blew it off and like well it might be like i don't know it might just be some random thing you have and sorry we can't really help you and, and they were like literally thinking about getting his gallbladder taken out and then he comes to our office because he heard me on radio i think um or a friend or a family member told him about what we do etc so he comes to the office and we take x-rays and what do I find? He has a bend in the middle of his back and he has a deviation that's causing his ribs, especially two of the ribs in that area on the right side near where the liver and gallbladder is. So I remember doing his first adjustment. I did it. It popped. It, he literally like looked up really quick and he was like, what just happened? I'm like, your rib head was out and it felt like really sharp pain very quickly and it went away. He's like, yeah, exactly what happened. Like, how do you know that? I'm like, because your rib head was out of position. And I'm like, take a deep breath in. He's like, oh, wow, I can breathe now. So he can breathe because the muscles are no longer a spasm. The rib head was actually in the right position. And guess what? He didn't have to get his gallbladder cut out of him because the gallbladder was never the problem, right? So this is where, for me, it's like, well, they didn't look at that. So I always encourage our patients to get a second opinion. Once again, if you're having a heart attack, don't get a second opinion. Go to the emergency room and get your life saved. Got it. We don't do that in our office, right? But if it's something that they cannot find the answer to, and you're still having shortness of breath and all these complications, that means that more likely than not, there's a supporting cast of issues that are causing that problem. 
and they have not looked at it from that angle or that perspective, and they cannot find it. So that's what that rib head pain looks like. And then, uh, you know, so that's how it causes shortness of breath. So dead giveaway, you have an actual rib head out, and it's super, super simple. If you try to take a deep breath in, otherwise, so you can run, you can you can do anything. You can walk around, you can work all day, you, you can literally get your heart rate up, your heart is feeling awesome, all that stuff. But you cannot take a deep breath in to, like, save your life. And it's just very uncomfortable. You kind of keep, like, you know, moving your upper back and kind of twisting to, like, you feel like almost like something needs to just pop back in place. That is most likely a rib head that's out of position. This is how that abnormal position of the spine, mid-back pain, accompanied with those muscles that are tight and the ribs getting out of position can mimic, obviously, that shortness of breath, which is real because you're suffering from a shortness of breath, but it's not because of COPD or asthma attack or a drug or whatever. It's simply because the anatomy around the ribs is not allowing the ribs to fully expand and open and fill up with air like they were designed to do, which is obviously very, very alarming. And then that whenever you get that alarm and kind of like that, like worried, you go into a sympathetic mode and that's a fight or flight, right? And then guess what happens? When that happens, you want to take deeper breaths and the muscles in your back naturally tighten when people are like scared or afraid or about to do something pretty big, right? Those muscles get really tight because they're tense. They're tense because they're preparing for a fight or, or flight or running away, right? So that right there is a it's a even further detriment if you have a bad postural position, you have a rib head that's out, you have tight muscles, and now you're startled because you're in pain and that causes you to be in this fight or flight mode that causes even more tightness. And this is literally this cycle that just keeps getting worse. And then you don't know what to do. You take medications, you go to the hospital, and nobody can find your answer. We deal with that literally on a weekly basis at least maybe a minimum of probably two, three, four times a week, we deal with somebody that has a rib head out that they had no idea, and you only know when you get it. Like you, and those of you who are listening right now, it's like, oh, I've had one of those out. You're probably in a car right now telling the person next to you, like, yep, I had that. I exactly described, right? And then the person next to you is like, I never had that. You guys all sound crazy because I, <laughs> I, I never had that, right? You don't know until it happens to you, and when it happens to you, guess what? You're gonna wish you knew what to do because it's not very comfortable or fun. So that's how. The symptoms of back pain, mid-back pain specifically, rib pain and shortness of breath all coincide together when it comes to the alignment of your spine and how your body functions. So I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO. Dan's using talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 957-WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This is an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, you were designed to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make this happen. So I want to welcome you back to the show. Uh, we've been talking about mid-back pain, upper-back pain, uh, rib heads and you know shortness of breath and now I want to kind of dive into what does this mean to you during the season of life especially in the winter season uh, we're in the fall about to be winter here in the next few weeks uh, you know a month and a half or whatever it is right and you're trying to figure out like well what does this all mean to me right now like how do I apply this mid back pain I don't have mid back pain I don't have rib heads etc the one thing that you can do to prevent yourself from ever having this problem is it's actually strengthening those muscles 
that are overstretched and tight that are between your shoulder blades and in your upper back because those muscles are going to keep you in the proper posture. If they don't, what happens is you actually allow your spine to get even further out of position. So I highly, highly recommend that you do a few stretches or exercises to allow your spine to come back into proper position so you don't develop these things in the future. How does that matter right now in this influenza, cold, flu, corona, virus season, etc.? It's because, like I said earlier in the study, that they looked at the elderly that did not exchange oxygen and carbon dioxide properly from their lungs by throwing out all the waste and bringing in new air. Uh, the actual bacteria, viruses, particles, allergens all hang out in your lungs or your bronchioles uh, or, or, you know, all those components of the actual, um, you know, respiratory tract. And what happens is they, they, they kind of lay dormant, they hang out, and then when your immune system tanks, they attack. And that leads to colds, flu, coronavirus, etc. So what do you need to do in order to, your, to help yourself not ever become a person that ends up with a rib head out that causes shortness of breath? Or even somebody, you don't have to have shortness of breath. You can also be a shallow breather which is also detrimental. So the number one thing you want to do is fix your posture, especially at work. You spend eight hours at work, right? Another eight hours sleeping and the other eight hours in between, right? So, but the most stagnant position, especially if you like sit in front of a computer or you drive a vehicle or staying too long, you want to make sure the shoulders are back, your head is back, you're looking straight ahead. Number one thing, you have to fix your posture. If you don't, you're eventually going to erode the strength and the you know, flexibility of those muscles in the mid-back. And you're going to get out of position. So very, very important that you fix your posture. Number two, you want to every once in a while through your day, uh, I speak pretty fast. I'm sure you guys have noticed. I kind of actually consciously slow down when I'm on radio. But you have to stop and take a deep breath and actually practice some deep breathing. And it's not just about like zen and like chill and like put on the cool like yoga music, which is all great. You need to, though, <laughs> deep breathe because you're going to exchange the carbon dioxide for the oxygen. Very, very important that you do that. If you don't, eventually your body is going to start, you know, getting tense because you're not getting enough oxygen to it. So very important that you do that. The third thing you can, you can do is actually strengthen those muscles um, between the shoulder blades. If you can keep your shoulder blades back and you keep your head straight, that's going to help you tremendously. So you have to strengthen the rhomboids and you don't want to overdo it because those muscles are so small and they play such a big role. If you overdo it, they will go into spasm and that's also not fun. So Biggest, easiest exercise, especially if you're driving, that's like free exercise time. You want to, whenever you stop at a red light, and I gave this exercise before because it, it benefits the neck and also the upper back. You want to stop, and when you're at a light, red light, you stop, you bring your shoulder blades back, and you touch them, and then you look up towards the ceiling. And when you do that, you're strengthening those muscles in between the shoulder blades that are going to bring your shoulder blades back naturally and allow you to be in that proper posture position, therefore opening up your rib cage. And while you're looking up and you hold that for about 5, 10 seconds, you want to take a deep breath in and let it all the way out and then relax your shoulders and bring your head back to neutral. And you do that about three or four times, uh, maybe a couple times per day, every other day or something like that, you're going to strengthen those muscles over time that are going to actually improve your posture over time. So, folks, that's all I got regarding mid-back pain, rib pain, and also shortness of breath how you can equip yourself because if you don't exchange the oxygen for carbon dioxide, you're attracting bacteria, viruses, and allergens that are going to irritate your upper respiratory tract. 
and you're going to become more susceptible to getting the diseases that I just mentioned. So I thank you for listening. Thank you so much. You guys have a blessed rest of your weekend. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dan Susan Talk. You're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.